what is the one thing that is common with everyone I know that's successful? Everyone that I talk to that has a successful career, that has a successful life personally, every one of those people are excited about opportunities they have in the future. Welcome to Access Points, the podcast where we discuss the tools, habits, and ideas that can help you achieve and maintain the leadership mindset so you can reach peak performance. Are you ready for your all-access pass to some of the top minds on the topic of leadership? Let's get started. All right, good morning. I'm Davin. He's Tim, and we're the Access Points Podcast. Wow, that's a new intro. I like that. Yeah, you know, we're, we're stacking these episodes together, so I figured we'd do an abbreviated intro, mix it up a little bit. I like it. <laughs> Feel a little frisky this morning. Wow. We've done a series of pretty cool episodes that are a little bit of a departure from what we normally do and, and having some guests on, right? And, and you've had, you had Nate, you had Michael, you had Randall, you had some really successful people come on the podcast with you and, and you'll be able to kind of ask them their story. And, and, you know, if our listeners, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to that, you know, they're all three very unique individuals and with very unique stories and interesting stories and in, in their upbringing and, and what's made them successful in life. But, you know, the topic for today is a bit of a tie into that, Tim. And it's, you know, you talking to those guys and you know, a lot of successful people. Unfortunately, we were able to be surrounded by people that have been successful in their ventures and dive into the common denominators. You know, what do we see that are the con common denominators amongst successful people, regardless of the industry, regardless of the domain, regardless of wherever it is that they serve in life? What do we see about them that makes them successful? Yeah. So probably six or seven years ago, I started thinking about this and trying to figure out how do I become more successful? What are the traits that people have? And it always led me to habits, right? What habits do people have that lead people to success? And man, the list gets long, right? And depending on who you talk to, there's this person believes these three habits. This person believes these five. There's a book written about seven, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody has a different answer when it comes to habits. And so I got this list of a hundred habits and I'm like, I can't do all these things. So you know me, I'm like, I just throw them all away or I'll just figure it out myself. And so probably the last three, maybe four years, I really dove into this idea of why are people successful again? And it was funny. I was actually having a discussion in the car last night with a gentleman from uh, New Jersey Long story how I connected with this guy, but anyway, just having a long discussion with him. He actually went to some of Stan okay. Sullivan's classes yeah. too. We were talking about different people we know and different discussions with different people. And, you know, it kind of led me back to what I've been thinking about the last four years. And that is, what is the one thing that is common with everyone I know that's successful? And it kind of probably in the last couple of years is kind of bubble to the top. And this is, once again, this is just me. Sure. I'm not writing a book about it and telling you this is what you should do, but I'm just telling you what I've recognized. And that is, it's the way people see the future and the successful people see tomorrow as a possibility. They see this afternoon as a possibility. They see next year as a possibility. They see their future as being bright and they see their future full of opportunity. And so when you see the future having opportunity, it makes you work today towards those things, right? So, you know, we talk about habits. What are some habits that people have? Well, they're set goals. You know, 
very successful people set goals and they set you know, a plan to work through those goals and how that's going to work out at the end. Well, if you think about that, that's really kind of the same thing as I'm seeing an opportunity for tomorrow, for next year. You know, you and I sit down and work on budgets at the end of every year. And, and that's really what we're doing is we're looking at what are opportunities next year? What does that look like financially? There's long term and the short term. I'm one of those people that I get up every morning and I'm excited about today. I'm excited about the possibilities of today. What opportunities are going to come across today that are going to lead me to something great? Now, I would love it if that happened every day, but it doesn't happen every day, but it could, and it has in the past. I can tell you many times I've come to work, I'm excited about an opportunity, and that opportunity comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. And it can be many, many things. But when that happens, go, man, what a great day. I want to have that happen again. And I get up the next morning and I know that there's opportunity out there for me. And it's funny, everyone that I talk to that has a successful career, that has a successful life personally, every one of those people are excited about opportunities they have in the future. And that's whether they're 23 years old or they're 80 years old. I know a lot of 80 year olds that get up every day and they're excited about tomorrow. And it's the people that stop. And you know, I've talked about this. You know, I always have to work. I'll never retire. Because I, and I think that's one of the reasons why when I don't have purpose, when I don't get up every day thinking I have an opportunity to be better or to make my organization better or make someone else better, man, I kind of lose my sense of purpose. Hmm. So for me, that's the common denominator of successful people. What are your thoughts? Question on, on what you said about successful people wake up and they're excited about tomorrow. They're excited about the opportunity. What about the excitement for the day, right? Mm -hmm. To, to Mm -hmm. live, you know, so talk about that a little bit for me, Tim. It's like, how do you balance living in the moment, which I, I I believe you have to do in order to be successful, but also, but balancing that against the opportunity for, for the future as well. Cause I think there's a little bit of a difference. Okay. Well, and also you have to understand how my mind works. And so you and I are very different in the way our brains work mm-hmm. is you're all about execution and I'm all, I'm all about ideas. I'm driven very much by ideas and I can be excited about the day, but I can listen to a podcast or my brain, we've talked about this, but my brain can wander off in another direction and I come up with the next great idea for access. Now, the reality is there's probably a less than 1% chance that it's going to be a great idea for access, but. It could be. Mm-hmm. And I start working on that idea and I start parsing through that idea and I start talking to people about that idea. That's what gets my juices going. That's what gives me energy. And so this is just for me. That's what drives me. So I get driven by those ideas. I get driven by those possibilities. You know, I'm guessing knowing you, you get driven by your Trello board, right? How many things can I knock off the Trello board today? How many things can I knock out? What can I accomplish today? But for me, you know, it's, it's about those possibilities. Yeah. And for me, it's, you're right. It's about living in the moment and living in the execution of those tasks, but also how it makes the next day and the next day and the next day and then in the near term and ultimately in the long term more successful, you know? And so you and I were talking about a little bit difference in our mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And I wrote something down here habits versus mindsets. And, and I, I think that there's a difference that needs to be spoken to about this because a habit is something that it takes 
you know, some people say 21 days, you know, Chris Voss says, I think it's like 61 interactions or 63 interactions in order for us to, to form and or change a habit. And we have the ability for us as humans to develop a new habit that's completely unrelated to a strength or whatever. If we just do it enough, we're going to formulate a habit, right? And it can be inside of our strengths, outside of our strengths, whatever, dieting, exercising, every element of life. But our mindset is is more of who we are. I don't mm-hmm. think that changes as much. I think our mindset and the way we approach life is a bit of our, like you, you t- talk a little bit about core values versus habits. There's like that little bit more tactical application of things that can make you successful, but can also ultimately go away without that iteration, without that practice, but can also be changed. But I don't know if we can really fundamentally change who we are and what makes us successful. Thoughts on that? I may disagree a little bit with that one. I know how I've changed. I know that how the things that I find of most value today versus 15 years ago Mm -hmm. are different. And it's fun to go back to, if you've listened to my interviews with some of my guests on the podcast, the one common theme they have is they had this great idea and they want to start this business and do this thing. And they get to the point in the life cycle of that organization. It's funny, it's every single one of them was exactly the same, where they didn't think they were gonna make it. And they had to make a decision, we're gonna keep going or we're gonna stop and trash this thing and either do something different or go back to having a regular job. Okay. And in that point in time in their careers or their life cycle, their business, this is me. I feel like there was a mindset change. They pivoted, they did something different, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it started with, in their head, they said, I'm gonna make this happen. And I think once they did that and they began to see success because of that decision, that it forever changed them, who they were. And I know that every entrepreneur that I've talked to that have been, been to those same exact steps, they talk about, I'm a different person today than I was before. And the reason why is because of the way they think. Now, with that comes habits and, you know, there's, there's several things that happen. But to me, it, it's about that mindset of I'm a different person now, mindset wise, than I was two weeks ago. You don't realize it then. Sometimes it takes five years to look back on it. But that really was the big change. Yeah. As I think through this, you know, I, I kind of go to the fact that like we have our core value, like we are who we are at our core, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you were raised by Roger and D. Elliott and, and all the formative influences in your life. And so you are who you are, but as you grow and evolve, your mindset can evolve right. within the construct of who you are. And then those habits change to support the mm-hmm. shift in your mindset. Correct. Fair. Uh, very okay. fair. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. That, yeah. that, that makes we're on the same sense. page there for sure. This episode is brought to you by Voris, a strategic sales advisor for early stage startups. At Voris, we'll add a startup sales expert to your team without the cost and commitment of hiring full-time. We offer sales and SDR advisory for teams serious about exceeding their goals as well as strategy and process recommendations to help accelerate growth. Let us tell you exactly what to focus on to dramatically improve your results. We help early stage startups hit their revenue goals and you are only one click away from more revenue. Forrest.com. And you talk about values, you know, to me, your values are different. My mindset values are different, but of who I am is no different, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we've, we've been talking about this, you know, even in between the two episodes is, you know, trying to figure out what makes us who we are and trying to figure that out is almost a lifelong process. 
And, and if you're not thinking about it, you should, it's, it's more important to figure out who you are and who you aren't than it is whether it matters for someone else to think who you are, right? If, if you're good with who you are as a person and you own that, who you are as a person and you become a better, that person, then that leads to success as an individual, as a person, which I, in turn, I also think that helps professionally. But part of that is, is with, with those values comes, how am I going to look at life? And how am I going to look at who I am and how am I going to look at others? And what's my mindset going to be around that person for today? Right. So I can have a struggle with one of my employees and I can look at it one of two ways. I can look at, gosh, you know, they drive me crazy and I wish they'd just get over this. You know, I need them to do this. And if they don't get this done, then we're going to, you know, we need to move on from them. Sure. And I can look at it that way or I can look at, okay, what can I do to help get this person thinking the right way? And I see that as an opportunity. Now, no, the, not all opportunities pan out, right? Sure. Some people don't change and they don't change their mindset and they don't change the way they look at things and they may not stay with organization. But if I can help that person think differently or to have a different mindset, then it's success and, and it leads to success for them. Something you said really resonated that I want to touch on, and, and it's the importance of the self-reflection and recognition of who you are mm-hmm. and being the best version within who it is that you are. Um, and I think that's important for us as, as people, but also as, as leaders as well, is that, you know, we're, we're good at what we're good at because we are who we are. Now, again, your mindset is going to evolve as that reflection and recognition of who you are changes and evolves, and then the habits support the mindset, and, and I think that's what leads to a, to a peak performer, somebody, but I think it, you're right. It boils all the way down to the ability to really, truly reflect and realize and recognize who you are. You know what? That's really good. In fact, that may be another common denominator of successful people is, you know, I've never really thought about that, but until you said that, but I think that's true is very successful. People typically know who they are and they figured out who they are and they've understood their strengths and their weaknesses and they know how to make the most of their strengths and how to try to diminish their weaknesses or at least know where to, where to stay away from. And, you know, most very successful people are very confident people. And I think confidence doesn't necessarily come as a byproduct of success as it does of figuring out who you are. I think once we better understand who we are and who we aren't, we're able to be ourselves and we're able to be happy and we can be confident in who we are. And that typically are the people that are successful are that way. So that's really good. Well done. Oh man, in a, a good case study for that is, you know, think about Michael Ivali. Yeah. As he grew the organization, remember he was kind of like, I'm, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And he's, he's and having to, even as you grow and evolve as a person and your business gets big and Michael's obviously a wildly successful person is his business grew. He had to reflect and own who he was at that, at, at that stage. Cause it, cause it can, and, and almost needs to change. And same thing with your role inside of the organization. And so I don't think it's this fixed finite thing. I think 
it grows and evolves as you grow and evolve and as your company grows and evolves. If you try to be the same person that you were and try to add the same value to to your people and to the organization that you did or like Michael did 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you're just gonna be in the way of things. And, and ultimately, mm-hmm. it's not going to allow you to be successful and it's not gonna allow your company to be successful as well. Well, and it's a perfect example as you and I is operationally, we really didn't have a handle on things and knowing that that was your strength and that's who you were and that's what you loved is you love coming in and grabbing things and fixing broke stuff. And that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's really, you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And to be able to bring you in and see you do that allowed me to step back and go have at it, man. I, that's not my strength. And I'm confident in that and I'm confident in who I am, but this is really needs to be my role. And for me to, to fill that role the best of that I can for the organization is just as important as me trying to control everything because I can't control everything because I'm not good at everything and you're not good at everything, but you're really good at what you do and knowing who you are and knowing your strengths, I think is what allows people to be successful. So that's really, I like, I like that. Yeah. I mean, think about for me is, you know, the conceptualizing stuff is, it's just, that's not what I do. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think we figured out early on and we were able to make that pivot, you know, my role relative to the product and the conceptualization and development of, of our product and how it supports our customers. That's not where I live. I didn't grow up in the product like you did. I mean, it's a brainchild of you. And so I'm able to add in the operational element of it and I'm able to maximize our effectiveness of it relative to the customer. But I don't even try to live in that space because we have people like you and we have people like Cody and we have people like Wells who are better at that than me. So like, I, I, I think it speaks to the fact that we, we do want to improve on our weaknesses as people, but I'm never going to be able to fly as hard as I flap my arms. If I jump out of my window, I'm going to hit the ground really hard. And so I don't want to try to, to fly. I want to try to become really good at what I'm good at and live within those strengths and not try to make a weakness better that ultimately isn't going to make me better. And it's not going to make the company better. Yeah. I like that. And, and something I'm going to say that's kind of interesting is people like me that are idea people sometimes see people that are operationally as you may assume people don't have a vision. I'm going to discredit that because Davin and I, we have this really fun conversation every now and then when I have an idea or we're talking about a possibility and you know, I'm like, so I think what if we could get this done by, you know, this date or have it done by this. And the whole time I've been talking, you know, you have vision just like I have vision, but it's different. And he has, you know, we, have, we, we call them superpowers. You have the superpower and it's weird because I'd never heard anybody do this before until you is while I'm talking, you're literally building out a timeline in your mind. And it's almost like you have this vision in front of your brain and you're seeing this timeline of exactly what has to have happen in order for everything to work. And by the time I get done with the discussion of this thing, you're already able to tell me what this looks like. And it blows my mind because I don't, that's not the way I work. That's not the way my brain works, but you have vision just like I have vision. It's just different vision, but it's that superpower that you're built with, that you're, you've been given that you exploit. And that's once again, finding out who it is you are and being able to work within that and use that as your best. You know, and in fairness, a lot of that comes from Ranger School because, you know, you had a mission and a timeline and you had to adhere to that timeline. <laughs> and if you didn't, you weren't going to be able to sleep or eat for another day. And so I'll be damned if I'm going to miss timelines or, or I'll be damned if I'm going to misjudge timelines. You know, for me, when we talk about the end state, there's a, there's a brick wall. 
it's a date that this thing needs to be done by. Yeah. And I picture us as a, as a train speeding down, you know, the track. And if we hit that wall, it's going to explode. And so I refuse to put us in a situation where the train's going to hit that wall. And so, you know, for me, I just backwards plan everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it, everything starts from the desired end state and the date that supports the desired end state and things get put into place to support that. And, and if they can't, then we need to adjust the timeline or if that date is hard and fixed and it can't be changed and we need to adjust our approach or the concept or the vision or whatever it is to support that. So it was basically just driven out of hunger and, and sleep. I'm really glad that you're good at that because I could believe zoned out with what you just said. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I, I said that so you would zone out. Um, you know, and, and for me, I, I think we've done this before with me. It, it's, it's really the discipline to do that. And we've talked about discipline a ton on this podcast. And I think we did the three disciplines at Davin and we did the discipline entrepreneur series. And, and I think it really does boil down to discipline. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, a bit of a pejorative that's associated with it, where it's somebody who's rigid and lives their life by 30 minute increments and, you know, has a, a crew cut and yells at people to get off their lawn. They're you, really, you do, by I, the way. Uh, yeah. And, and I do all those things except for I'm bald. That's the only thing I don't do. But it, it's it's the discipline to live your life within the construct and the strengths of who you are, right? And and that's different for everybody. And I think if you go back to you know to Michael or to Randall or to or to Nate or to anybody that we know, Hartley and everybody, what makes them successful is they're disciplined within the construct of who they are. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. That, which goes back to what is the common denominator, mm -hmm. and that is you know knowing who you are and knowing how to work within those strengths and then having to discipline and, and have to the discipline carry to carry it out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to add to that, the mindset, I'll go back to the mindset. I think people that are successful are excited about tomorrow and opportunities that are ahead of them tomorrow. You say that you are one thing and I agree with you, but you also have, you, you get giddy too with opportunity. Oh, very much so. And, and you know, when you're most excited is when you come in my office and we're talking about a possibility of something happening. And the funny thing is for you, those opportunities are different than mm -hmm. what I see, but you're just as excited about the opportunities to be able to do this and this and this, which will make us leaner, stronger, better. And as I am about what's the next big thing. Right. And so that's exciting and that's fun because I'm excited about doing it again. Yeah. So speaking of that, I've, I've got a 30 minute thing I have coming up at, uh, at about 1130. So we need to wrap this thing up. Okay. Somebody's on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Dang kids. No, but I, I really do think those are good takeaways. I, I think it really boils down to mindset. It's the way that we view opportunities. Um, it's the reflection and recognition of who you are and living within that and having the discipline to carry it out. That's really good. That's yeah. I'm glad we came to these conclusions today. I'm on, on the fly. On the fly, as, as we do best. <laughs> and so, you know, our, our takeaways for our listeners is, you know, reflect on what it is that we said. And, and if you disagree with it, that's great. Yeah, but please. But again, reflect on that. Point number two, and, and you know, come up with the, the people that you know and the things that you do when, when you live within your strengths and, and write those things down. Yeah, and what do you see as the biggest common denominator of successful people? Sure. It may be completely different than anything we've said. Or, or add to the list. Yeah. Right? Reach out to us on, on any one, number of our mediums and, and help us add to this list. And, and again, like it, it'll, it'll help make us better like we're trying to make you better. Absolutely. I like that. Cool. I like it. Thank you. That was good stuff. Another successful day. Yeah, another successful day. So again, for our listeners, reach out to us, accesscfm.com. Check out our website. Cody and the team did a great job on that thing. Check out our new offerings. Uh, connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let us know how we can make this thing better for you guys. Tim, appreciate your time and we'll talk soon. Thank you, sir.